So, Dr. Kira Kelly, I'm delighted to be joined by you. Kira, thank you so much for uh, joining us on the Empowering uh, Podcast. Thank really you for asking appreciate me, Mary. I've been wanting to, to have you for a long time. I think about three years I, I mentioned to you, and I'm so delighted that, that you're here. Kira, as you all know, probably needs no introduction. She's a brilliant GP. She has now, um, she was a journalist, which I didn't realize, was independent for quite some time. I didn't realize that, Kira. And you also were on Operation Transformation, doing all that wonderful public education. And now, of course, she's with News Talk. And what's lovely about you, as well as being a great mentor, is that you're not afraid to uh, speak out, Kira. <laughs> so I was here. Yes, and you come across as a lovely, confident person as well, which is great because that's what we're endeavouring for all women to be, to be themselves, not be afraid to be themselves. So it's wonderful. Um, but but we're all very, very enamoured with you. So thank you for you're coming. very kind, Mary. I'm no. going to bring you with me to things <laughs> and get you to introduce me wherever I go. So will you tell me a little bit about yourself, Kira, and how you got into all this and um I've, by accident and that's yeah. the truth and, and I suppose if you'd been planning my career mm. I don't even know how you'd have gone about it do you know yeah. if you if you tried to to have the career I've ended up having I honestly don't know what you would have had to do mm. to try mm. and make it happen so I fell into things obviously I, I did medicine that was straightforward where, where did enough. you do medicine girl? U- UCD okay. and I had any to... family in medicine or was no, that just um you? although I had a dad who would have loved to have been a doctor and I sometimes think those things are Important. influences yes, in our lives they are, yeah. um, he would have loved it but he, he didn't go to university because back in those yes, days and in no. his day there wasn't the money and very very bright man both yes. my parents very bright neither went to university didn't come from families where they had the money to go to yes, university. Yeah, so like so most of us, yeah. kind of ordinary backgrounds and, yeah. and weren't able. Yeah. Um, I did a commerce degree before I did medicine, which was a terrible mistake, really. No, as, well, as in, well, doctors are not taught about business and they yeah, do need to know I, so I just, it's good. I, I was sort of like a square peg in a round hole. I didn't enjoy it. In mm-hmm. I enjoyed college life, but I didn't enjoy the, the actual study of the subjects or anything. And that was kind of a, a, a mistake as in, I don't know what, possessed me to choose it because it was nothing I'd ever had any interest in um, and then it went straight from that when I finished that into medicine because halfway through that I realized no I wanted to do something and in my in my youthful fervor I, I wanted to do something that kind of meant something and that would be kind of altruistic and that I could you know I wanted a challenge truthfully that too I found I found after the leaving cert, which is quite rigorous, I found commerce with 11 hours of study a week or whatever it was. Yes. I, I found it a bit boring. Yes, um, yes. And that's the truth. And so I wanted something more challenging, but I wanted something that I thought would make, you could make a difference and you could do some good in the world. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was, I was young. Right. I was very young. So I, that better was, a politician. The, the, oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I chose more wisely than that. So I went into medicine, did it, and I qualified in 97 and came out. And then I worked away as a, as a, as a doctor, I went into the GP training scheme, uh, the Trinity scheme, and um, qualified in 2001 as a GP and kind of went from there. Um, and, and had no expectation that I would do anything other than live out my days happily. And where as were a, you, GP, Kara? In Greystones, which is oh, where lovely. I'm from. So, so uh, I was a partner, I was a partner young. Um, I bought a practice with another GP. I think was I 30 or was I 31 or something? I was fairly young. So your um, commerce background did you well, you, you well know what in it that was? sense? It, it, there was less jobs then than there are now. Yes, like in the way now, yeah. GPs would fight over each other yeah. to get someone to come in and work in the practice. It wasn't like that then. Yes, yeah. There was a handful of jobs out there and some of them were less appealing than others. Mm. And a practice was for sale that I knew quite well because it was my own family's GP that my parents oh, and all had gone to. And yeah. I knew it was for sale. And I thought, I know... I think I can do this. Mm. So uh, myself and another GP that I didn't know very well, we we went in together, we got a bank loan and we, we bought a practice and went from there. And so 
uh, my early 30s, suddenly I, I had a couple of kids. I was running a business. You had a, <laughs> and I, you had a and mortgage my, on the business and a mortgage all on of the house. That. Oh, yeah, no, I did. And, and it was a yeah. big mortgage enough on the, on the business, yes. too. I can't remember. Yes. But it was, in it was six it figures be. sort yes. of thing. And um, yeah, but it was it was. It was good, and I and I and I enjoyed that, and I worked as a jeep. I worked. I, mean, I was a doctor in clinical practice full time for twenty years, so um, I did enjoy it, Mary. I, I must mm. say, I often think I got more out of my patients than they ever got out of me because I, I think it's very much a two way street. Yes, you know, it's, right. it's there's a. Well, you have great communication skills, Kara. So they would have great trust in you, and ah, they would well, definitely you, tell but, you but what they was wrong were, with them. Was, so that's mo- the most important. Lovely. I got a message the other day mm-hmm. from a woman on Instagram who I don't know. Mm-hmm. And she said to me, she said, I meant to send you this message for a long time. She said, I, I look at you on Instagram and I like your posts or whatever. She says, yeah. she says, but I was one of your last patients that you ever saw. And I messaged her back and I said, were you my very last patient? And she said, I was. And the oh. reason I said that was because on my last day at work, I never told anyone it was my last day. People yes. knew I was leaving, but I didn't yeah. say. And the reason I didn't say it was because I thought I might get a bit emotional. Yes. I thought I might get a bit upset yeah, if I started yeah, saying to people yeah. it was my last day. Yeah. So I didn't say anything. But with my very last patient on my last day, she came in and she sat down and we had a chat. And uh, as we were finishing up, she said, am I your last? People often mm. you know, in the evening would say, am I your last patient? Mm. And I said, you are. In fact, you're my last patient ever. Okay. And she said, what? And she actually, she was lovely. She said, oh God, I should have brought a bottle of champagne or I should have done something. Yeah. And I said, no, no, no. I said, <clears> and I didn't know her because it was the first time she'd come to me. And I said, no, no. I said, I, you know, I said, I'm sorry, but I won't be here for the follow up and all. This. But anyway, she messaged me to say that that consultation wow. had meant a lot to her, what yeah. had happened in it. Yeah, yeah. And I said, it actually had meant a lot to me because yeah. it was my last time ever. And she said, I've meant to contact you for years. And it was ah. just a really funny thing because... You connected. You made that connection. Well, you do, yeah. and, and that's you know yourself with patients. Mm. That's what it is. That is what it is actually about. Yes. It isn't always about knowing the right drug. That's mm. always useful. I'm not mm. knocking the importance yeah, but, of but knowing. There's, there's a whole holistic but approach. But there's actually yeah. that connection, mm. uh, human to human. Yes. Someone understanding is kind of in story. trouble. Yeah. And your job is to try and fix sort it out, and help yeah. them and all of that. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know, so so I did that for a long time, oh, and I, I uh, you know people sometimes ask me, do I miss it? And the answer would be yes, I do. And care it's a huge decision because you put like so yeah. much yeah, into no, medicine, and you had the big loan, and and I was and long paid off at that stage. We were doing good all right. Girl, well done. <laughs> but on top of that, a lot of doctors, in particular, are defined by being yeah. a doctor. So you had great self confidence to be able to walk it's away not from that it. I didn't consider that because okay. it isn't just that other people define you as a doctor and see that as your identity. Yeah. You define yourself as a doctor. I saw it as my identity. Yes. And I would I would be lying if I didn't say that I wondered who Kira Kelly was if she wasn't mm. a doctor because I wasn't sure what was left over mm. after the doctoring ended because mm. the doctoring is quite all-consuming. Yes. And you do see yourself as that person mm. and you do see yourself in that role and you you carry that as a little, not a burden, it's a strong word, but 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 like a sense of responsibility mm, mm. in your life when you're not at practice as well. Yes. You don't have to be in work to yes, feel it. Yes, you, I agree. You walk around feeling, it. feeling you, it. You're you're in that role in your own head. Yes, yes yeah, And yeah. I did wonder, as I say, what would be left if I didn't do it anymore. And, and how did you come to the decision, Kira? Because it was a huge decision. But you see, I was given, and I had to make it in, in, in jig time because okay. as you may recall, or, or and I don't want to labour the point at all, no, not at all. but... But I was offered George Hook's job and George Hook yes. was was left very quickly. George Hook was on air, made some clumsy remarks that mm. he, you know, uh, had said at the time. And then he was on air for about a week after that. Then there, 
then he was never on air again yeah. in that role. And I felt very sorry for you at that time because it was awkward because you were being asked your views and I you was. were trying to be a friend, you know, because you, well, you don't want George had been very to... good to me yes, over the years exactly. and, I, I, and I would never, yeah, I would very find tough it for you. very hard. And it's yeah. funny, a lot of people criticised me for it. Um, no. Oh, just because he's your friend, how could you show loyalty? No, and I, and I actually loyalty thought, is a very important I thing. I actually believe in loyalty yeah, and George huge. had been very good to me over yes, the years. Yes. And I also knew, first of all, how upset he was by everything that yes, was happening, but also... I do think you have to bear in mind the man is 78 at yes, the time. Yes. 78 years of age. I'm not defending his comments. I didn't agree yes, with his comments and yeah. he knows that. Yeah. But he didn't need me having a go at him on top of another I, I loved people. the way you were you were so compassionate then because yes you said I didn't agree with his comments but look at his be, you know he's a human being all of us Absolutely. make mistakes and I still believe that and he apologised and, 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 and I whatever. do believe that and so I was certainly never going I, yeah, I don't think good, a mob like that. ever needs an extra person yeah, to I, I really a, an awful lot of people um, you know really appreciated what you did there because that too, too I would many find it are... very hard to personally kick anyone who has been good to me yeah, because I think absolutely. the truth of life is is that no one is all good or all bad no, and people do make mistakes, mistakes. And, and I think we have become a little bit unforgiving as yes, a society yes absolutely. Uh, we, we knock the church of old and I'm not a religious person at all mm. but we knock the church of old but a lot, but a lot least, of them are very good the, to us yeah. at least the church had forgiveness as part you know confession and forgiveness was part of things back mm. in those days good. now that seems to be there can be sometimes no statute of limitation on punishments yeah. for secular offences yes. and I think we need to um, maybe you know, be kind extends to people that maybe you don't agree with as well. Mm, that, mm-hmm. that, that That's something that I personally believe. Good girl, yeah. No, no, totally in agreement with you, Kira. Absolutely. No, I really admired you, admired you and a lot of others as well uh, at that time. It was really, really well, you know, well done. So you then were uh, advi- given that job. You could have done part-time GP, but you decided to make I, a complete I worked, cut. Yes, for a t- couple of reasons. I, I, I got offered the lunchtime gig in News Talk and I literally, like the thing was they needed to put somebody else in the chair. So, so mm. I was literally given, I can't remember, was it? And I genuinely can't remember, was it two weeks or maybe three weeks to make the decision? It wasn't long. Yeah. And But I was a, an equity partner. I owned a share of a yes. business. And it was yeah. sort of like, what the hell do I do? Because I have, and we had like legal partnership agreements and all sorts yes. of things. Yes. And, um, you know, so it was an awful lot to take on and it was daunting and it was a bit scary. Yes. Um, yeah, but yeah. I decided to leave altogether for a couple of reasons. Um, I thought it was probably a bit unfair on my partners to try and rejig the whole system of the practice to accommodate me doing quite peculiar hours and as they would have been. Yes. But also, and this is the oddness of me that I do see and know is odd. Um, I thought if I keep the safety net there, mm-hmm. I will be less Productive. committed yes, yeah. to, to succeeding in this role. Because if I have a safety net then failure is an acceptable possibility. If I have none, yeah, failure is not an acceptable okay, possibility. Okay, and so either I throw myself into this 100% and, yeah. and give it everything, yeah. or I I think, I thought on balance, caution to the wind, feck it, let's just go for it. So I I, I, I quit, I resigned. Fair we juice we disentangled you. the partnership yeah. amicably and all of that. Yeah, they yeah. were very accommodating. Was your husband involved in helping you with the decision, Kira, or did I, you I, sort of... I think all of my family, because yeah. I was asking everybody, what will I do? And, yeah, yeah. and I think all of my family around me said, yeah, yeah. we'll back you whatever you do, yeah, yeah. Um, A, and B, do what you want, Do you, if you can work that out. Well done, And yeah. so... Um, Ultimately, what it came down to wasn't sort of like, oh, I like this one and I don't like this one. It wasn't that kind of choice because I, unfortunately, well, it's a good position maybe to be. And I had two choices I liked, medicine I liked yeah. and this I liked. Mm. But I thought 
which would I regret more, the doing or the not doing? And I thought I might always wonder what if if I do mm. if I don't do mm. it. Mm. And I can always go back if Absolutely. I need to. Absolutely, have the degree and I, always. And, and, and I could always yeah. go back and become a, a practicing doctor again. It's not that long since I was one, mm. and and I did it for a long, long time. Mm. Um, so I thought I'll regret it if I don't try it. So. Let's do it. Good girl. And was also part of it that like there's very few women in, in media. Like, now there, there thankfully is, but Marion Finucane, you know, there yeah. wasn't too many at that level, Kira. So was there a bit of that that, you know, it's terrific to have a woman there and I am, I know I'm well, capable of doing it. And Well, I wasn't sure I was capable of doing it. <laughs> I was hoping I was capable of doing it, but it was, it was yet to be seen. Yeah. Um, yes, there was because... I felt very lucky because I had done well as a GP. You know, I, I I had a successful practice. I was a GP trainer. I taught undergraduates. And so I was relatively successful in mm. that in that sphere. Mm. And also I, as a GP, I, I, I was in the very privileged position of being kind of a go-to person in the media. Anyway, the people, if there was something health related yes, in the media, you. they would come to me a lot and ask me, Kira, what do you think about this? So I was in a very kind of a... A privileged position in in that role, yes. so I was a lucky doctor. You know, I I had a nice kind of medical mm, life. Mm. Um, I often say, like doctors would often talk about it, GPs would often talk about having a special interest. You mm. know, they had a special interest in mental health or women's health or what have you. I said I had a special interest in media because that's what I seem to be doing all the time, other than my my ordinary practice. Mm. So I was in a great lucky position there, mm-hmm. kind of kind of doing that, but what they were offering me was also a very, like I wasn't coming in as a researcher, do you know yes, what I mean? I was being offered yeah. a, a gig on national radio. Fantastic. That yeah. was, uh, you know, uh, uh, prime time. So what we call on radio is seven yeah, to seven. Yeah, From seven yeah. o'clock in the morning, seven o'clock in the evening is prime time radio. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the rest of the schedule would be more feature based yes, and it'd yes. be a bit different. So yes. seven to seven is prime time radio and national prime time radio. So I was coming in at a very high level yeah. despite not have never done it before and so ah do you know what it was a bit of an adventure too yes no, I'm not gonna lie like yes. it was yeah it was yeah. a bit of an adventure you must have been terrified though at the same time I was but I I am an oddly un positive person I'm an oddly unstressed person Good, and I'm oddly be. in some ways and I know this about myself and I say this I, I, I'm not at all bigging myself up but I know myself yes I'm quite fearless about a lot of things okay. I don't as in other people say to me you must be terrified and I go probably should be but for some reason I'm not and I, do, I can't I, I, that's why is it part, you're so confident Kerry I don't it that know your mum and dad told you you were amazing as a child Jesus, or no, the complete opposite <laughs> well that's really interesting do you know what that's really interesting mm. you say that because I think some of what it was was I had one of my siblings and, and, and they don't particularly want me to talk about it so I'm not going to but, but, but one of my siblings was very sick when I was growing up yes and yeah. they took a lot of the family focus mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and myself and my other sibling had to get on with a lot of stuff and be very, very self-reliant as, mm. as was the dynamic in yes, families when these things happen. The thing, yeah. Because, you know, if, if somebody is very, very mm. ill in a family, that's mm. kind of what happens. happens so yeah. so I, was a, a, I was the opposite. No one was telling me. I was, I was <laughs> wonderful. People were saying, oh, please just get on with it. Please, can you sort yourself out kind of thing a lot from Good. a very young age. Um, Great discipline in medicine. So I, I think it might be... M- you know yourself back in the 70s and 80s no one was telling anyone they were wonderful yeah, it wasn't that yeah, kind of absolutely time absolutely not yeah but, but I in think, particular women yeah, <laughs> yeah but I think what I was was I was a kid who who had to sort themselves out a lot of the time and became brilliant c- capable and and got a buzz from the, I, I the yeah you know, I, you're more that's, likely that's, that's, maybe on, that yeah. would be a sink or swim yeah, scenario yeah, I suppose yeah, yeah. but if you swim those things can be I suppose 
empowering at a young age. Good girl. But it was it, like it was it was needs must now. In fairness, it was Fabulous. it was that kind of situation, and yeah. um, and that went on for a long time in our family. So so. Anyway, I don't know. I mean, you're asking yeah, me to analyze yeah. myself and why why I am the way I am. I don't know. No, but exactly. you you just come across as very strong, uh, but very confident, but in a lovely way, the, the, not egoistical. That's which very is kind. lovely. And no, but that's you. truthful, uh, Kira. No, so you're, it's, you're it's very great. kind. But you went you obviously. Operation Transformation happened before that, didn't it? I think uh, Operation Transformation was my first year was 2014, mm-hmm. and what happened? What had happened was okay casting my mind back I started writing in Sunday Independent in 2008 mm. uh, around that same time um, I started doing little bits of minor contributions mm. to radio be it local radio or news talk or little bits and pieces on RTE by 2009 TV3 had come knocking and I was I became the the GP on the morning show mm. weekly I did a weekly you know that you see those yes. things on sitting on the couch talking yeah. about eczema and all that kind of stuff Very good. so that was me and I did that for about two and a half years which would probably bring me up to around 2012 and I gave it up myself largely because I felt I I was done with it I yeah. had yeah, done enough reached, of it yeah. and yeah. I felt I was just repeating myself and I was mm. a bit I, I again great strength I, of character I, to do that I bore easily Mary yes, yeah, <laughs> it's the truth yeah, right so yeah. I call, and they were saying well, what, are you, what are you going off to do and I said I'm going off to do nothing I, I, I just I've, I've, I've done I enough it, yeah. I don't yeah. need any more of this so yeah. I continued to write in the papers and I, I didn't do any more television but then not that long after I don't know was it six months or 12 months or something along those lines um, RTE came knocking and asked me if I would make a TV show called Doctors on Call and that went out in uh, 2012 or 13 mm-hmm. I can't remember which mm-hmm. anyway whichever year it went out and I, I did a, a thing of that with Gavin Jennings who is my rival over on Morning Ireland Fantastic. he's also a doctor which is yeah. kind of weird isn't yes, it yes yes yeah. breakfast shows but anyway um, so did that with him and then what happened after that was while I was making that uh, Eva Orsman resigned from Operation Transformation and or she asked me if I would screen test for because it. Because of a comment, wasn't and, it? And I, Another controversial one. <laughs> and I did, I did a screen test and yeah. the next thing I got offered that. So I kind of rolled in. It all, as I say, if there had been a plan, I don't think it would ever have happened. Yeah, but yeah. these things just, I was in the right place at the right time, time a few times and, course, I, and I have no idea really yeah, how or yeah, why. Yeah. There was no... There was no great scheme. Yeah. The lovely thing that I see with, with your platform is that you very much do empower women. I mean, you spoke about, you know, uh, we should talk about periods. Remember this whole fray about the ads? And oh, the Tampax. The, the Tampax. I went mad about the Tampax. Yeah. Quite right, I did. Yeah. So what, what I love about that, and you put use your Instagram to sort of say, and we're doing, going to talk about this today. And, you know, it, and, and you're, you're bringing out, you know. I you, didn't expect that to go. That went viral. That was seen mm. by a million and a half people. And mm. they picked it up on the BBC. They played me out on their website side of the BBC ranting about you know uh, that that was the the, the ad that they, they'd pulled for Tampax and, and, and I know I like I won't pretend that it is not the, like I how to put this I'm not properly filtered Mary I yeah, just say yeah, things yeah, because yeah. I think them yeah, and yeah. I, I suspect I'm supposed to to not say everything I think but, but I say an awful lot of the things the I think. The good thing I thought about that though was that we're all brought up you know to be sort of don't you know because yeah. we were brought up then and don't talk about that and oh that, no that's you know that should be private and it challenged us to think otherwise because yeah. we're all conditioned aren't we yeah. and it's you know you and doing that challenged us to think differently and you come out and said well actually the reason we should do this is because and it, it made us all think and, and that was the lovely thing about it. I used to insist on lunchtime radio just, I used to insist on saying 
like vagina and clitoris and, and vulva. I used to say yes. all sorts of things all the time. The words yes. deliberately Absolutely. to say these are words yeah. that we shouldn't be afraid of them. We shouldn't yeah. be shying away from them. We shouldn't have euphemisms and we, we, we should be. I think Laura Dowling was listening to you, wasn't she? Because she does it all the time. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> okay. but, but, uh, but I kind of believe that yeah. And, yeah. and that that we should you know, you, it's bring you, it out into the open. Oh, no, completely. Uh, and I it's part of our normal of, anatomy. Of, of seeing particularly older women yes. who would come in to me and they'd say, mm. I have a problem down below. And mm. I'd say, kind of where? And, and, and they wouldn't have even mm. the language or the vocabulary to describe where yes. because they didn't know the names mm. of parts of their own body. Mm-hmm. So everything was down below. Mm-hmm. And that could mean anything. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and, and, the thing about it is, is like men know how to describe their yes, genitals totally. and their anatomy yeah. very well. Very well, yeah. Well, society, you see, uh, men we, were empowered, we weren't, we, but we're doing it we now. We don't. And yes. even when I was in medicine, mm-hmm. we did very little female anatomy. Very, very yes, little of that's all true. of that. That's true. Um, you know, so so there's a kind of a blind spot there, a historical kind mm, of legacy mm, blind mm. spot. And I it's think, only now we're talking about what's a normal period is, oh, yeah, for goodness sake. And, you know, and, you know and, and, but I do think that young women and it is a very big plus are growing up in a different era and they have different expectations and I'm delighted that they do. Mm. Oh totally it's wonderful and I think people like you in the position you're in the platform you're in Kira. no seriously it's very important as Marion Finucane did in the 70s and 80s you, you need that strong woman to to put across the issues don't you and and to push the issues no but you do it's it's very important how do you do because you know it is was very a male dominated world thank god there's more female journalists now but you know do you struggle with that sometimes I mean you're strong so you're able for it but I don't struggle with it at all Good. I, I, I'm not going to pretend I struggle with it because mm. I don't um, certainly early on in, I mean in, you're in, with Pat Kenny and he's lovely I know Pat and he's fabulous but I'm, I don't mean I'm not speaking out any individual but yeah, I'm just no, saying no, I, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't struggle with it at all I, and I, certainly in the early days of, of me being in the media when I first sort of thought about radio as potentially something I really enjoyed and would like to do more of, I, mm. I know I kind of sounded people out on how how hard or easy was it to, to get a radio show. And mm. I was told it was pretty much impossible, mm-hmm. uh, particularly for a woman. And mm-hmm. it was particularly for yes, a woman. Yeah, yeah. And um, I know, you know, there was accusations leveled at News Talk years ago that it was men's talk mm. because the seventh sentence schedule had no women on it. Yes. Um, yeah. It had had the odd woman briefly on it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Nora Casey had been on it. Brenda Power had been on That's it. That's right. Like that. But, but, they, f- but they hadn't lasted. They, yeah. They'd been fairly much kind of flash in the pan. Yes. And yes. other than that, it had been kind of in in that seven to seven space. It had been all men. So, um, so I was told, but I'm going back a while now, long mm. enough ago, it must be nearly 10 years um, or maybe even 10 years. No, 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 that, that, that that's almost impossible. But I always don't like when people say no to me. Yes. And in fact, sometimes people saying no to me. And you see that as a challenge. I certainly do. Good Mary. I see that more <laughs> as a, and so that's going to be something I'm going to have to change your mind on. And, and I kind of do, I nearly prefer, not that I prefer that, but mm. I, I do like a challenge. I mean, yes. I do really, really like a challenge. Yeah. So good, if something's good. a bit too easy, that doesn't really suit me. Okay. Okay. And um, Kira, where do you see yourself going? Because you're obviously doing brilliantly. And as I said to you, I think you're brilliant at, at covering all issues, but you're not afraid to tackle the, the female issues, which is brilliant. Oh, sure, I, but I hope, I hope I'm not afraid tackle most <clears throat> issues where do I see myself going I don't know I mean I always I always laugh and I always say to my boss as well I'm only passing through here like I won't, yeah. I won't stick this forever yeah uh, and I, I I'm half joking but only half joking um I think there is a chapter three in me yes I'm convinced like. there's a chapter but three I and a chapter four Kira. I don't yeah. know what it is Mary and that's yeah. 
something that I like, right? I am the mm. person who likes change. Mm-hmm. I am the person who society actually, is doing that now. Anyway, you're yeah, representing society so, very so, so well. So I yeah. like change. I, yeah. I, I, and I know most people don't really mm-hmm. like change and mm-hmm. don't see, but I actually do because I, I kind of, as I said, I get a bit bored. So, so I, I, I like a new thing, a new challenge and all of that. And, um, I, I don't know what mm. is around the corner. Do you think and politics would be there, I've been Kira? asked that loads of times. I don't think so. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't really think so. Now, you can never say... Never, never. yeah, exactly. Uh, but I don't want to say that as kind of a, I'm secretly thinking of... No, I'm not. Th- it's not on my agenda mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Mm-hmm. I, I, and I wouldn't particularly want to. Um, yeah. The president's uh, thing is, <laughs> hat is there. That's chapter four, I think. Uh, I think there's well, a chapter three before that, Kira. imagine. <laughs> um, but anyway, I, 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 I don't know what's around the corner and I am very... Happy. I know when I started out as a GP that I had no concept. I had no really concept. I was young. I was only in my early 30s. Mm. I, I had no concept about what life does by way of twists and turns. Mm-hmm. Anyway, if you know yes, what I mean. Yeah. So so I had no concept that that I was ever going to be anything other than a GP. Mm. And I thought I would actually live out my days working as a GP, raising my family, doing mm. all those things that I was mm-hmm. on track to do. Mm-hmm. And then life took all kinds of weird twists and turns. And it turned out I liked it. So now I don't really plan mm-hmm. and I remain as interested as anyone else. I'm almost like a bystander wondering what's going to happen. But you have a great work ethic, Kira, and there's also a great drive in you because even the way you put out on your Instagram, this is what I'm going to talk about. I, I didn't ever see anyone else do that, you know. So you do you do really work at it in a, in a lovely way um, and then you get great contributions and I, it gives you ideas, I am obviously. A, I am... Hard working. Yeah. I, I'm not afraid of hard work and I'm often surprised by people. Sometimes when people say to me, would you, you know, about doing medicine, young people, they, mm. and I say, oh yeah, you should. I mean, I still wouldn't put people off doing medicine because I always found it deeply satisfying. Mm. And they said, but it's very hard work. Mm. And I'm always kind of slightly puzzled by that because I think anything is hard work. I totally agree with you. I would say hard work. That. Yes. Yes. So, so I don't really see that as a negative because yeah. I have never. Every job oh, you do is hard. Is, yeah, is a, is, exactly. Is if you're going to do it right, bad yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so you have great work ethic. You have great awareness. Um, where does and, and obviously you're, you you're brilliant the way you keep it all going. But how do you keep it all going, Kira? I mean, I see you doing the hundred day walking, and you do the video, and it's blustery, and it could be late at night. I remember there was one time there you were out and something, and you got it in at half ten or something. Oh uh, well, I can only fit these things in yeah. where I fit them in. Yeah. Um, how do it's I? There's no fear that Kira's going to burn out on us, is there? I don't think so. Good. Uh, do I seem like I am? No, no, you I, don't. I, not at all. I, not at all. But, but you're human, Kira. <laughs> I am. Um, and the only time I've ever come close to feeling sort of mm. burnty outy. Yeah. Um, and I surprised myself because I didn't think I, I didn't think I, I thought I was limitless, and that's the truth. I genuinely, yeah. I know, I know everyone has limits, but yeah. I truthfully thought I was limitless yeah. because I don't suffer particularly with stress. Yeah. Like I can juggle a lot, and it doesn't. Which is a great overwhelm gift, isn't it, Karen? I, 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 I just. I just break it down into what I have to like mm. sometimes I won't know what I have to do tomorrow or even this evening because mm. I literally look at what's in front of me Good and I'm doing this now yeah, yeah. and then I'll worry well, about the rest of it you're too busy to, to uh, yeah, cope exactly. with stress so you I worry get about on with it, what, yeah. what I'm doing next when that comes around yes, so I don't yes. worry about stuff and I don't I'm not an overthinker or those types of things so um, I uh, once ever I got, kind of came close to the feeling of burnt out and what it was was I had two small children mm-hmm um, they would have been uh, a baby and a, a two-year-old and then maybe a one-year-old and a three-year-old around then. My father had just died and he died mm. unexpectedly. So it was oh. one of those kind of sudden deaths. Yeah. He dropped dead. We didn't expect it. Oh. I was renovating a house that mm-hmm. was I bought derelict 
and it was proving disastrously expensive and also enormously stressful with all the build mm. like b- building is very difficult and I had just bought the practice mm. mm-hmm. so I was setting up a new practice I had tiny babies I was living in my mother's house mm-hmm. and I had builders in and this house that was supposed to take I think it was three months we were on 13 months or something of the build yeah and I remember thinking I'm going to crack up here. This is just too much. This is actually too much. And it was kind of an interesting experience because Mm -hmm. I did feel I was coming to my own personal limit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And I had never felt that before ever. Mm -hmm. But and then I kind of for a while after that, I I kind of pulled back and I and I was all right. And I didn't you know, I didn't burn out or anything, but I did Mm -hmm. find it challenging, very challenging at the time. And then after that, I, 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 I. kind of knew this about myself that perhaps I had limits yeah but then I subsequently forgot I had them again and now I never I, I, I once more don't think but you're probably good to go to bed early are you and good to get your rest like you're, you're not no, you're just you just bed. have one of these people that have really good energy I'm not good. good to go to bed early I, I actually go to bed at the same time as I ever did which could be 11 o'clock I'm going to give you a little lecture after this I know, podcast I know, okay. <laughs> but I do nap that's okay, what I do. Oh, you're and I, and lucky I, to be able to do and that. And I have guilt-free naps. Good. They are quite a pleasure. Oh, well pleasure. then, at least you can recharge I then. do, I have a nap. I try yeah. and get a nap. I can't get an, I won't get a nap in, I don't think, today, for example. Mm, mm. I have two, I've got a few things on. Mm. But three days a week, sometimes four days a week, I'll mm. get a nap in Good somewhere girl. in the day. And that is how I balance it. Because otherwise I would be very, very tired. And are you good at putting your boundaries in place? Are you good at saying no, Kira, and uh, things like that? Right. Not really. <laughs> not, not, I'm. I'm maybe better than I used to be, yeah. but I. I still probably say yes to more stuff than I maybe should. Mm-hmm. But I also kind of like saying yes to things, Mary, because it's amazing what unexpected things come yes. from the things you say yes yeah. to that you yeah. didn't expect to throw anything your way. Yes, and the true. next thing you know you've met someone really interesting or you're doing something. Yeah, you know. and we're only li- living this life once. Yeah, mm. and so I, I say yes to quite a lot of things and I'm often surprised at the twists and the turns that mm. come from them. Yes. And, and I like that too. Good girl, yeah. No, so the big thing is that you are so capable of coping with stress. That's a big factor, I think, but your ener- I, I don't that your really energy is good, which is good. Stressed. Yeah, I don't yeah. And, and And potentially, I suppose, when I think about the things I do or maybe the amount of things I do maybe I should feel stressed mm, but mm. I I don't So do you have an agenda Karen that obviously of your your day job and you have to get the Sunday the article done right yeah. but are you sort of conscious in between I've got to get a bit of exercise in or Yeah I, I, I do need exercise mm. oh, yeah. um, exercise is um, something that I, I would miss greatly mm-hmm. I try and have daily walks and if, if for whatever reason I, I don't walk I keep in the house um uh, like an exercise, an exercise bike, bike a, goes, a stationary yeah. bike. Yeah. Because if there's some reason I can't get out, like even sometimes I do conference calls and everything on that mm. bike because I, 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 and it's not out of some kind of goodness mm-hmm. uh, as in, oh, I must get my steps in. It's not that. Mm. It's like I get kind of, um, I get energy from doing exercise doing it, and yeah. I also get, it's good for my head. I, I find it helpful it's it, just, it, like on a personal level that I mm. feel the better of it so if you've all that if you've got the writing the article the news talk <laughs> thing uh, the 100 days walking and the exercise you obviously don't watch much television down Kerry, do I you? actually don't watch much television yeah, you're yeah, quite right yeah. I'm not a big TV person yeah. at all, and one of the reasons I don't is I don't really feel that I have time for it yeah. now I watch bits and pieces and when mm. I watch it I tend to binge it like I binged mm. two series of um, White Lotus there uh, a couple of weeks ago mm. back to back yeah um 
in about a week and yeah. uh, and I loved it and I was mm. like oh this is great mm. but then I, I I mightn't watch anything for weeks yeah. and, and like to be honest months might go by and I wouldn't watch yeah. much television well I, I often say that to patients you know they say they've no time but I say you can you can forgo this and do the exercise instead or whatever you know I, I don't I, I find television needs to be really good to, mm. to hold my interest mm. I get I get a little you know a lot of it I, I kind of go yeah. whatever so so there are there are brilliant things on yeah. television yeah, clearly yeah, yeah. but I, I watch very 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 little terrestrial television maybe the news yes uh, the odd sport thing um, very little the rest of the time, if I was watching something, I watch probably on demand stuff because then I can pick and choose, pick my time, fit it in, mm. all that kind of stuff. Yes, and I tend yes. to watch stuff mainly communally. So I watch stuff with the kids or I watch stuff yeah. with the family or whatever. Yeah, so yeah, it's kind yeah. of, um, you know, I, I would, I almost never watch television on my own. For goodness sake. And Kira, where do you think we're going with empowering women? The one thing, the reasons I got involved in this was that I was seeing so many women still do, unfortunately, even though they're improving, with low self-esteem, you know, and we're still seeing society. We saw with the, the sports boards, you know, f- they come out saying 40%, you know, they're all government funded, 40% and it's our taxpayers' money, 40% has to be male uh, or has to be female. And I'm thinking we're 2023, we're 50% of the population, 51. maybe 51, exactly. And I just thought, for God's sake, why why should we have to accept forty percent? And we, you know, it's taken so long to get to this. So, where do you? It's that's why I it's think so we're wonderful. moving in the right mm. direction, largely. Um, I, I I would subscribe to the notion that what we don't want necessarily is equality of outcome, because otherwise you'll find boards where there's people, women on it, mm. who don't even want to be on it. They've mm. been kind of coerced onto it because they need to make up numbers and stuff. But we need equality of opportunity. You yes. need women and young girls in particular, yes. and school girls yes. and college students and from from a young age mm. you need to be telling them they can do whatever they want in terms of their career that there are no mm. male careers mm. there mm. are no female careers mm. or you should choose to be a carer or a nurse or mm. what have you because mm. you're a woman it's just the fallout rate in sports I mean I have a daughter who's plays camogie and they don't get the same I see it at a first hand level yeah. they don't get the same funding uh, they go to you know the boys are elevated completely, completely. they're always going to get and we talk and that about leads into my, the whole psychic Shane Coleman is my my, my co-host on the breakfast show we went uh, we were up for some work thing um, in his neck of the woods he's from up um, up near Drogheda mm. and in, near Dundalk and he we went to his local old GAA club that he'd played at when he was a kid and, mm. and I was trying to kick a ball and I sure couldn't kick a ball to save my life I'm not very sporty at all and but one of the things we were talking about afterwards he said all he did as a kid was play football mm-hmm. and I said and it was true because I thought I'd think about it but I, went, I never played a game of football in my life as a kid so we don't actually get girls to, we don't give girls a ball yes. we don't get girls to do the thing yes, so, yeah. so so what boys are learning by way of motor skills mm. even not through organised sports yes, just yeah. through the, the toys that they're given mm. and, and, and the, the role that they're given as in mm. here go out and kick that around the garden we don't do that to girls yeah. and so therefore they're not learning to do those things and therefore it seems like an alien concept to mm. them and they don't do it now they do as they go in a little bit in later school, on when yeah. it becomes organised but they've yeah. missed out in years probably yes, at that you're stage. Right, you're right, yeah. They go into things like camogie but then of course they hit adolescence and they become self-conscious and body conscious and mm. period conscious and of course we were sticking them in little white shorts and skirts yes, yeah. halfway up their bums yes, and all that that they didn't yes. particularly maybe feel comfortable in yeah. and telling them oh now play sports and and then we've all these girls coming in with notes saying I don't want to do PE. Mm. So we, we weren't 
Okay. We weren't meeting teenage we weren't girls being fair. where, we weren't being where fair. they were at. Yeah, we, we were kind of just imposing this kind of structure on them where mm. we should have been putting them in black leggings and, yeah. and not skimpy clothes and giving them different sets of things. And, and, and of course, we are attending to their periods now, which we didn't before. We I were know. just letting it well, off. It's great. Is, We've seen the IRFU and some of the GA mm, clubs are bringing in navy shorts good. and black shorts and all that kind of yeah. stuff. And, he, and like Wimbledon. And so, like, but Jesus, what year is it that we have to that's get this the long? Point. Women yeah, have that's been the playing point. sport yeah. for a hundred years and yeah. suddenly now we yeah. start to say, oh, by the way, they have periods, they get in the way. Exactly. Like, it's exactly, kind of madness. Yeah. And it's only now Cora Staunton and all these amazing yeah. people. I mean, I had a woman in recently and she had, I think, something like 13 All-Ireland Camogie medals, but I'd never heard of her. Scandalous, yeah. you know. That would never happen to a Exactly. Male, and a male I just thought, player. you know, this is wrong. And she also was, you know, th- those people just don't have self-esteem as a result because they're just used to, to, to winging it all the time and it's dreadful. So, you know, there's a couple of things at that. We all, how to put this, there are societal issues and patriarchal issues and all that. Hmm. There are. Um, But but we can't just wait for men to change. We need you to treat us differently. No. No, that's why we're trying to to change the narrative. How other people treat you. Yeah. You can control how you respond, though. You can control your own behaviours mm. and your own actions. That's mm. all you can control. Mm. Mm. So we as women need to not ask to be given, mm. you know, our right. We need to take it. Totally, totally. To and that's why it's so important it. that people like you are on the platform saying this sort of thing, Kira. Because I do think, no, but until the pressure is put on the corporate bodies to finance, for example, the, the, the but, sport. But what I'm saying is, is, is like women need to to also take rest control like, like oh, totally. I, I I do believe that like you know I, you know people talk glass ceilings and stuff I, I mean I, I don't know about mm. did I hit it as I said to you I was told earlier oh, there's there would be no role you not only are you a woman but also you don't have a background in politics or journalism mm. or the mm. types of things that people have backgrounds in when they come into my career that I yes. have now yeah so I was told that like so so you that it's not a runner mm. and so I, I suppose in effect I was hitting some kind of a glass ceiling and and my attitude to glass ceilings is you kick them they're, they absolutely smash. they're there to be broken yeah yeah absolutely absolutely but I do I do think that we're, we're coming a long way but I do get worried when I got girls coming in front of me and they're 14 and they still have the lips done and they're gorgeous looking oh, girls I and I just say to them you know are we really breaking through I, yes I see an improvement I but I worry are. that we're do you know why I was at a school concert one of my my, my my, um, two of my boys are in, mm. are, are in secondary school now yeah. and there was a school concert yeah. and it was all these, you know, school rock bands up playing covers of yeah. various bands and all this. And it was actually great to see. Mm. Some of them were terrible. Some of them are brilliant. Mm. It was actually really, really good. Mm. But what was very nice was mm. the girls on stage were reassuringly scruffy. There was right. hardly a lick of makeup. And these yeah. are teenage girls. Yeah, and they were happy too. Hardly a lick of makeup. They yeah. barely had their hair brushed. They were wearing baggy mm. sweatshirts and jeans and mm. and they actually kind of reminded me of that grungy look that we had mm. back in the 80s and mm. the 90s and I thought to myself this is good because a couple of years ago I remember mm. when my older two were, were teenagers the, the girls had all the lips and had mm. all the, the mm. that, that sense that they couldn't go out unless they were wearing the little dress and the makeup and the everything mm. the everything which is an awful pressure to be totally, putting themselves totally, under yeah. but this was not in evidence on yeah, stage yeah. at all all of the girls looked like they couldn't give a toss. And I thought, that's what yeah. I thought, reassuringly yeah. scruffy. Yeah. I love it. Lovely. This is brilliant. Yeah. They're, they're not they at all self-conscious. Yeah. They, they, they weren't at all self-conscious. 
and it was great to see. Right. I, something I'd love to see and I'm seeing it a bit more is that girls are keeping their name when they get married which is wonderful. And that's I very important to pass mine. that. Good girl, Kira. And I also think it's very important when you have children that you have the option of putting your name on. There's this conditioning that goes on particularly with women where they feel they've carried a baby for nine months and they feel, you know, we see it all the time where they they um, feel they should put their only their husband's name and I'm always challenging them saying put your, you know, put your, your own surname on. Uh, what about a double barrel name? You know, we, we write yeah, it off John I, for Philip I, and Moment. You're, you're not wrong. I, my, I kept my own name. I've been Kira Kelly since the day I was born. Good girl. Um, despite being married for a long time. But, but having said that, you're quite right. I have a different name to all of my four children's mm. names. They all have a different name. Mm. And we didn't really seriously consider double barreling them at any at any point. Mm. It wasn't but, done then, Kira. Not really, but we did sort of kind of sort of semi discuss it not really but mm. semi mm. and then we thought it was a bit pretentious but mm. I now think to myself I wouldn't mind mm. to have had a name well, connection Karen, to my own children yeah when well, they do that in a place like Spain of course do you know they do and don't think about it you carry a baby for nine months why should you not have your surname on the child really yeah. when you think I about it no no uh, 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 now it's proved very useless useful actually as they've all gone off on J1s and things because they use me as a referee as if I am um, their employers and all things as they go off and get oh, jobs and bars good. and because yes. I have a different name it's surname, works quite yes. effectively yeah, yeah. but but literally, uh, I, I have thought about that lately. And I think I wouldn't mind a mm. bit of a name connection to my mm. kids that I don't have. Absolutely. So and right. also showing showing the, the boys and girls in the family, your, your, your daughters and sons, that, that you see yourself as that strong person. That's, you, that's, why should you just... You're by your, your, your I, married identity. Exactly, you know, I, I think yeah. There, you're, there's something in that for yeah. sure. And for inheritance in particular. I mean, mm. I'm from a farming background. And if you don't carry the... the you know, if that's not there, well, then you're writing yourself off from foolish, inheritance. Which is a big thing, thing to do. Which is a foolish thing to do, yeah. Kira, you're an amazing person. You are just full of, uh, honestly, you're great. Where so, so the next chapter is is open and the fourth chapter is there as well. I don't uh, know what the fourth chapter will be or the third. I genuinely haven't a clue and I have no, I have zero plans. Yeah. Because the weird thing about my job now is, um, oh, if I'm very successful, they might, they might keep me there for years mm. if, if if I would agree to stay. So, so that's a possibility, but mm. equally, there's no making a plan because I mm. could be fired tomorrow. Like anything can happen in commercial radio. Like, like I know, commercial I know. media is, but there's is, no is, chance is, of a career. So don't worry about that. <laughs> That's yeah. not going to happen. You know, it does happen to people at times. Yeah. So, so I, I, who, who knows? But I do sort of have a hankering at uh-huh. some point down the line for a, a chapter, be it three or four, that involves taking it a little bit more easy. And yeah. I have a kind of a vision in my head of me spending periods of time somewhere like Greece yes. and living a very simple life yes. where I write because I actually really enjoy writing yes. where I write and I do feckle <clears throat> and I waft around the place living on bread and cheese and a glass of white wine and that kind of thing so I have a kind of a vision in my head of uh, of some stage not entirely sure when it might happen where that is in the future Dr Tony Humphreys the great psychologist does a retreat there every May so maybe you should go out and do a retreat for and that might toe in the water around that, that could afterwards. give me an idea but, yeah. but, but, but I have that kind of idea of, of kind of winding not I don't mm. mean stopping but mm. winding down a little bit a little bit yeah um, but I'm, I, I don't know when 
Okay, but you have a long ways to go before, yeah, before you... We'll see. <laughs> but the other thing I was going to say is I always, I was the privilege of meeting Marion Finucane. And oh yeah, me too. Fabulous, strong yes. person. And I suppose we're very lucky, Kira, in you and we have we have uh, Claire as well, that it's it's so important to have that female mentor there who is a mother, who's who's a businesswoman, who is a med, medis... It's great for us medics that we have you there as well. Uh, because I think it's very important to educate the public, but also you're, you're putting your all those hats on. And that's really important. And also also the female hat on to empower all the young women and Marion when you, you know, think about the era that she came mm, through mm. was an absolute trailblazer oh, like I, I, I think we sometimes yeah. I think we sometimes now because younger women as I say mm. good good and good on them and good for them yeah. but they're standing on the, the shoulders of giants really yeah. that they have a different life to the ones that totally, we had yeah. that maybe they don't appreciate how much of a trailblazer the likes of Marion oh she was amazing she came through Incredible. in Ireland that was quite a cold house to women totally and rose to the absolute top of her profession mm. in the media and was impressive at every turn and I, I was lucky enough to have met her several times myself mm. and the very first time I met her I was on air with her and uh, when I was driving home from the studio uh, I got a phone call from her producer her mm. senior producer on the show to say Marion had asked her to ring me to say that she saw something in me and she thought I was very good and that I had potential to be a very good broadcaster. Lovely. And if I ever needed any advice or anything, she was always there. And that was the very first time I met her. Isn't that a uh, lovely, lovely thing to get from a person who had made it? There was no reason. And that's one of the things women weren't good at was pulling women up no, to no, the top. No, very generous Marianne was. and decent. Yes, and, yeah. Uh, I was at her funeral actually and I was very mm. sad. I was very sad. Oh, when yeah. Dreadful, I yeah. think we lost... Uh, kind of a national treasure and I'm, totally. I, I, I I know lots of people were saying nice things about her but I don't know if we really really realise just how important she was unbelievable and how much she suffered through her life you know losing a child and she never talked about it she no, was very so stoic. tough and what she did abroad you know the documentary on her was fantastic yeah. people haven't watched it they should watch yeah, it it was brilliant absolutely. but yeah you know, oh lord well for me she was a huge mentor because she really uh, you know yeah. uh, I would have been on I, I before I would have had a, it doesn't tend to happen very much that I would say I wouldn't be used as a contributor on RTE radio because mm. I, I work on a radio yes, station. Yes, of course. But before I had that job, I would have done a lot of RTE radio yeah, yeah, yeah. as a contributor. And um, I would have been on our show many, many times. And I always enjoyed it because she was always challenging. Like it was always, I always felt like mm. I was going into the ring the ring is the wrong word but like wasn't like a boxing match but it was sort of like fencing yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean it was yeah, sort of like yeah. fencing well, she worked she had a great work ethic like she yourself did, she, she did. really did a research uh, oh no yeah. She, yeah hello there do you remember she was <laughs> yes, yes. You, 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 you she wouldn't suffer fools gladly I don't mean she'd be hard on you but she'd you'd be found out pretty quickly on Marion Fanukin yes if you were talking crap yes yes absolutely so, lovely strong woman who who deserved yes, all the accolades yeah, that she got yeah huge time for her yeah. and huge admiration for her and I'm often asked who do I admire or, or in terms of it, media people mm. you know broadcasters who do I who I, and I oh, she's always the first person I mention good girl well done well Kira, you're a fantastic person I'm really proud of you and oh, so are all the very, women of Ireland thank you very much yes, very we kind. really are and just keep going uh, the way you're going you're just fantastic and I know we'll have you here again because I mean there's thir- a third and a fourth chapter to be God spoken about <laughs> but listen thank you so much and I really really appreciate you giving up your time you're uh, a fantastic thank you, Mary. thank you much. so much you're brilliant 